Hello, and welcome back to Allegedly Astrology. Each week, we'll be breaking down the astrology that happened during some of the biggest scandals and events in history. And this week, we've got some real reality drama for you. Dana, tell us what we're covering on this episode. Today, we're talking about the huge and historical Real Housewives scandal involving Erica Girardi and her husband, lawyer Tom Girardi. And we're chatting about it with a very special guest who knows all things reality, the Bravo Astro meme queen, Alyssa Polinsky, a.k.a. Stars by Bravo. Woo! Yay! Yay. We're so happy to have you here, Alyssa. Uh, Fun fact, Alyssa was one of our first internet friends that we had on Allegedly Astrology. We are very scared of internet friends, but Alyssa's the best, and she didn't. She wasn't creepy or scary. And <laughs> so, with that, Alyssa, will you tell us a little about yourself and your big three? Okay, hi guys, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Um, glad I didn't creep you out because sometimes my spoiler alert, my Scorpio son can creep people <laughs> out. <laughs> but I am a Scorpio sun, Aries moon, and Leo rising. We love Aries moons on Allegedly Astrology. It's probably one of our favorite placements. Every time you guys do an episode about how the killers are Aries moons, it just really like drives it home (laughs) for me. I'm like, why am I the murderer? Just keep reminding yourself it's the Rihanna moon. Just just think of Rihanna, not not all the murderers. Rihanna, Travis Barker. I got Bernie Sanders. I got Cardi B. Not Wait, those are murder this is a great roster. Um, but Alyssa, tell us more about your your astrology, your Bravo life. Yeah, so I um, I started off doing a meme page during the pandemic, like I think so many people did, finding new hobbies. But I am a Bravo holic for I can't even tell you how long. And then recently, not over the last few years, really got into astrology. So I really wanted to create a page that like combined my two favorite hobbies together and I come from a design background so I do textile and graphic design so memes just kind of seem to like kind of fit into the art of what I do and then just you know talking astrology and bravo I you know I can't go wrong with that yes and especially because I have a terrible confession to make. I am not a I'm not a housewives aficionado. I don't dislike it. It's just not I can't call it a hobby of mine. I'm not an active watcher of Housewives, but I I know who they all are because because they are pop culture sensations and I love pop culture. So would never knock the Housewives, but we desperately need Alyssa's expertise to fill in the gaps (laughs) of my knowledge. Um, So let's get into the gossip about Erica and her husband potentially stealing money from plane crash victims. Casual. Oh, my God. Yes. So, Erica, and I have to, like, start this off by just making this statement. Like, I do really like Erica. So, I, you know, this is not going to be, like, a coming for Casey Anthony vibe from me. So, um, that's just just to let everyone know. Um, But Erica Girardi is one of the cast members of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. She's been on the show since 2015. And people really liked her because she's pretty no bullshit. She's steely. And she's like rich as hell. She really showed off her wealth on the show. And that's what she kind of became famous for. And she even has a pop star alter ego known as Erica Jane that the gays love. And she sees sings about how expensive it is to be her. So I need to know, like, what are my girls big three? Okay, so Erica Girardi was born on July 10th, 1971 in Atlanta, Georgia. 
And we don't know what time, but she's a uh, Cancer Rising, which was said in um, an episode, right, Alyssa? Yeah, yeah. They had an astrologer on. So she's a Cancer Sun and Rising and an Aquarius Moon. And so Cancer Sun and Rising, this is going to make Erica like super protective of herself and her loved ones. Cancers do not show all their cards in public or even in private. Like they hold back until they fully trust you. So Erica. Yeah. Understanding a Cancer is easier if you think about the crab, which is their glyph. Like crabs retreat into their shell when they feel attacked. And they walk sideways instead of like forward. So cancer placements are defensive and they often have like an unconventional approach or take uh, an alternate route to the top. And they're also super savvy business people. And also since cancer is ruled by the moon and the moon is about feeling safe and secure, cancer placements are driven towards comfort, which often coincides with luxury. And then her Aquarius moon. So cancer is ruled by the moon. So Erica's moon, um, the Aquarius moon rules her rising and her sun. And Aquarius moons are like aloof and glam. They're inclined to see people for who they really are without trying to change them. And Aquarius moons are detached from emotion, which is like really good for establishing and maintaining boundaries, but can present difficulty when people close to them actually try to break down their walls, uh, which can include like really getting to who she is in the show instead of like below the, you know, like how she presents herself. That was like a main storyline for her when she first started was that people said they like didn't know the real her. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's like, I think what's like her most famous part is just the fact that she's cold as ice, Yeah, you know, which I think really ties back to her Aquarius moon is just like that persona of being completely closed off. And then with her cancer placements, you just like see how much she just like retreats into that shell. So that really just she always comes off as just like the super, super cold person. I mean, I think that was one of her taglines, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, she just she's closed off. I think there's a a lot, lot more to her, but she doesn't ever show it. And she's never I think with her placements, I think that just shows how much she's never going to show what's actually going on. And I think through the season, this season, we really learned so much was more was happening in her life than what we were actually seeing on the show over the last few years. Yes. And that's not just because reality TV isn't real. Um, the other person involved in the scandal is Erica's husband, Tom Girardi. And Tom, up until recently, was a very rich and very successful lawyer. Tom was named the top legal expert of the year in 2020. He had a law firm called Girardi Keese, and he was a lawyer known for going up against big corporations on behalf of the little guy and winning multi-million dollar judgments for them. And in fact, he was the trial lawyer in a case that would eventually become the movie Aaron Brockovich. So, which is insane. It's crazy. So, he's like a very big deal in the legal world and just known as like a very good lawyer. So, let's hear a little bit more about Tom's big three. Okay. So, Tom Girardi was born on June 3rd, 1939, in Denver, Colorado. And uh, we don't know his big three. So, we don't know what time he was born. We know he's a Gemini sun and either a Sag or a Capricorn moon. So Gemini suns, we know so much about them, don't we? They're curious, chatty, (laughs) generally enthusiastic. They have a moody side that can cause them to become like anhedonic, mean, or just plain sad. It doesn't last forever, but like Gemini is ruled by Mercury. So if you have a Gemini in your life, tracking Mercury's transits can be a good way to track their moods. Um, And since we don't know if he has a Sagittarius moon or a Capricorn moon, but Sagittarius is ruled by Jupiter and Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. And both Tom's Jupiter and Saturn are in Aries. So either way, his moon sign will answer to an Aries placement. And Jupiter in Aries is like spontaneous, optimistic, and sometimes irresponsible or out of touch with reality because, because of these 
the spontaneity and optimism is like so off the charts. And so this placement can like start projects and like forget to tie up loose ends, like maybe paying people money back. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and Saturn and Aries can be like rocky. This placement is prone to like facing adversity uh, early in life, especially leading up to the first Saturn return. But like they usually are the people who establish rules um, and kind of like Erica's moon, like boundaries. And both of these placements can have like a sort of a tunnel vision. So Alyssa, do you have anything that you thought about him? I mean, in general with Tom, I mean, he just came across as such a charismatic guy on the show, you know, and I think that's what everyone drew in about him is that he was he seemed kind of like that, you know, very Saturnian, like father kind of figure. Um, But then like if you kind of dug in a little bit, you would see kind of like he would shut down Erica and it would make her like be, I think even close her off even more when he would be like, no, Erica, you can't like be quiet. He would tell her to like be quiet at multiple like dinners. So I think, you know, see that kind of like, you know, both sides of the pendulum with him would come out sometimes. Okay. So I bet you're wondering how did these two crazy rich as hell kids meet? So Tom and Erica met in the nineties. She was 27 years old and a cocktail waitress. And he, Tom, was 32 years older than her. And I assume he was probably lurking. I think he owned, was one of the owners of the place she worked at. But the lurking worked and Erica and her son moved in with him and they eventually got married shortly after. Yes. And despite there being a huge age difference between them, people said they were pretty sweet. And seemed like they had a semi-healthy marriage. Um, In the reading that I did about Erica before this, apparently she wouldn't give Tom her number for an entire year. So that's, you know, she's she's not, I don't think your typical gold digger is the vibe. I don't really get that vibe from her. Um, You know, but at the end of the day, he was the older successful heir. She was kind of seen as the the trophy wife. Um, So what's the buy wheel like between these two? Tom's Jupiter and Aries squares Erica's Venus and Cancer. Um, tightly. It's a tight square. And Venus and Jupiter are the benefics. And although squares are generally an aspect of tension, they're a beneficial aspect between these two planets. Like any aspect between these two planets will generally be pretty good and foster a sense of like enduring love and growth. Oh, cute. Um, and Tom's Mars in Aquarius is in Erica's eighth house, which can be indicative of like ecstatic sexual bliss or a partner with great financial means and power, sometimes both. Um, Mars is also, though, the planet that severs. So this could show where they would either have fights or the thing that would ultimately split them up um, in cases of, you know, divorce. So in their case, Tom's Mars is conjunct the degree of the Great Conjunction, which uh, was activated. So his Mars was activated by the Great Conjunction, and that could have been a trigger that indicates a split, which I only say in case people out there have this like placement in their sinistry. It's not, you know, a, like a something, it's a common placement, but it's not always going to point to divorce, oh, etc. That's crazy. Right. Okay. So Tom's Pluto is in 29 degrees of Cancer in Erica's first house, and 29 degrees is the anoretic degree of any sign. Uh, or planet. And so this is going to be like an extremely potent energy. Pluto is a planet of power and secrets. And in the first house is our perspective, how we see ourselves and how we expect ourselves to behave. So meeting and marrying Tom could have made Erica feel empowered to express herself and become Erica Jane. But it could also maybe have shut her down in other ways because Pluto yeah, again is the yeah. planet of power. Alyssa brought that up before. Like there's this like famous scene at dinner where Erica is kind of talking to Tom. I forgot the other couple they're talking with, but he would like shut her Lisa down. Like, yeah. Oh my God. LVP. He would like shut her down. He'd be like, Erica. And it was like the first time I think we saw them kind of interact. So it was kind of a weird, almost like 
being dadded like he almost was like no i'm talking which like i thought one of the more telling things that's come out you know from the pandemic is the fact that tom didn't go see erica perform chicago on broadway and like Mm -hmm. that kind of like power trip that that would have like someone who was supporting her like career this whole time but then like the most probably prestigious thing that's ever happened to her he couldn't show up for which i thought was like a very telling sign of like where their marriage was probably at at that point. Yeah, it's like he almost supported her when he thought it was, like, frivolous. But then when she was doing, like, a real big thing, he was, like, couldn't handle it. Well, also then he has less power over her. Because when she was just being, like, Erica Jane, like, he wasn't making money off of it. So it's like, yeah, go be Erica Jane. Like, I know you have my jet. I know you're doing this. But it's like when she starts booking, like, other stuff, He's, like, not in control of it. In Solar Houses, um, his second house would be Cancer, since he's a Gemini son, and that would be, like, possession. So he could maybe think of her as sort of, like, a possession in a way. I've always kind of had that, like, that feeling that he does kind of own her. He was just being very Saturn on her, like, Cancer placements, where she probably, like, and she always needed a dad. She didn't have a dad growing up. She never really knew her dad. I read her book, too. Oh, my God, no way. Yeah, so there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of hurt with her own dad issues, I think, that come through. Okay, so, I mean, despite all the projection we're doing and assumptions about daddy issues, they look legit as a couple. So it was a real big shock when Erica filed for a divorce after 20 years of marriage, because after all, this was like decades of love. Like, it wasn't like a normal Hollywood, like, 30-day type marriage. Um, And she filed for divorce, citing the classic irreconcilable differences. Okay, so they filed for divorce on November 3rd, 2020 um, in L.A. But... On September 9th, 2020, Mars stationed retrograde in Aries on Tom Saturn, and Saturn is the planet of discipline, and it makes us pay our dues or charges us for, like, karmic retribution, and Mars is the planet of power, uh, and it also rules the Saturn, and when it retrogrades, it's going to highlight, like, existing power structures or, like, pull the rug out from underneath some people, so that's uh, kind of, like, setting the stage for, you know, the next... I mean, everything, actually, that's happening to him. Um, and then on November 3rd, 2020, Uranus was conjunct Tom South Node in Taurus. And Taurus, or Uranus is the planet of shock and revelation. And the South Node is an eclipse point that acts as a drain for what is, like, leaving society or our lives. And then in Taurus, it's about, like, finance. So it's kind of, like, just this big drain about, like, money and sort of, like, the lavish lifestyle. Damn. Oh, uh, yeah. Because that's, like, when we started hitting the eclipses and then we were going into the Great Conjunction. So, like, all of these, like huge like karmic events were happening as all of this was coming out into the news like her filing for divorce and then like that's when we started like hearing about the lawsuits and stuff really starting to come out but yeah so everyone was still reeling from their you know the end of their 20-year marriage which like sarah said that's a long time in in a hollywood marriage but then there was another accusation that was made and this one was very serious and the rumors were that Erica had faked the divorce to hide money that Tom had embezzled from plane crash victims, like survivors. So like the families of the victims or people who had survived plane crashes, um, like that Erica like is hiding the money he embezzled. So I feel like when this came out, everybody kind of like did the like most harsh head whip because we were like, what the fuck are you talking about? But just a brief bit of info about this plane crash. 
These survivors are related to the victims of the Lion Air crash, which was a plane crash in 2018 when a Boeing plane crashed into the sea just 13 minutes after taking off from an airport in Indonesia. And trust that after I researched this, I was then on a flight and thought about this and wished I had brought more Xanax. But everyone aboard the plane died. And Tom and his firm had represented a bunch of the families that went on to sue Boeing, like on behalf of their family members that died. So this was not a one time thing, though, because allegedly we love to say allegedly there were whispers about Tom for years that a lot of times clients weren't actually receiving their settlement money and that Tom was actually borrowing a lot of money and not paying back his creditors. So a lot of people put two and two together and thought, hmm, is this a sham divorce to hide Tom's assets? And, you know, like I said, this is a big accusation because it's not just, you know, their money we're talking about. Like, this is potentially other very deserving people's money. Um, So is there anything in Tom's chart that might point to potential shadiness or bring this type of secret, like, out into the open? If we look at the transits from, like, 2017, which would trigger the whole, like, air, like, flight thing, um, Jupiter was conjunct his north node in 2017, and this is in Scorpio. So this would be mostly where we place some sort of like, I guess, nefarious type activity. Right, Alyssa? Scorpio sun? <laughs> you never know what's hiding underneath the Scorpios. Okay, so in, um, so like Jupiter is luck, hubris, and confidence, and then the north node is an eclipse point, and it makes things swell. So it could make these things like swell for him, right? And so basically like... I- I say this because like there is anyone I can find a nefarious aspect in anyone's chart, to be honest, but there are certain things that are going to trigger it. And this was one that would for sure be a trigger. And so Uranus conjunct Tom's uh, was conjunct Tom's Saturn and Aries. And Uranus is also kind of like a nefarious, like little elf. And so like it's a planet (laughs) of like freedom and like generic perversion. And then Aries, again, is a sign of the individual. So like Uranus and Aries can pervert one's ideas about what they're entitled to or like what they need or like what is theirs. And so Saturn is the planet of inhibition and restraint, but like Uranus could have liberated his Saturn um, from its like typical duties of like keeping him, you know, maybe held back and maybe focused on like helping the little man. And the, it could have maybe inclined him to like justify keeping the money in lieu of distributing it. In the documentary, The Housewife and the Hustler, they oh, yeah. went through the um, just more of the other victims. You know, there was like the burn victims who didn't get their money and like some of the other people beyond the plane crash so i mean i think this is just something that he had been doing probably for a lot longer in my opinion allegedly yeah so it's december of 2020 and a lawsuit is filed against tom saying that a settlement had been reached between boeing and the line air victims but the cash was nowhere to be seen so it's alleged that the reason why these victim survivors never got that money was because Tom kept the money for himself to give to Erica and, you know, kind of finances like super over the top, rich Beverly Hills lifestyle. Yeah. And uh, like we said, up until this point, Tom had always been considered a person that fought for the little guy against big, powerful corporations. He was an Aaron Brockovich lawyer. Like that was a crazy underdog situation. But um, with these allegations, things have really changed. And Now he was the powerful, greedy man that people were having to fight against. So that's a very interesting shift um, in dichotomy there. So what was going on in the day that the lawsuit against him was filed? 
Okay, so that day was December second, twenty twenty, in Chicago, Illinois, and the chart is just for noon. Um, and so on this day, like within the thirty six hours of this lawsuit being filed, he had his lunar opposition. And then on the day, he had his Venus opposition, his solar opposition, Saturn was opposite Pluto, um, his Neptune opposition, and his Pluto opposition are all Holy in effect. Fuck, oh, man. The cards so, are really stacked against him yeah. on this one. So much. Well, oppositions are literally like the aspect of lawsuits. It's like, if you haven't been playing by the rules, chances are you'll get caught during an opposition. Um, starting with like the lunar opposition, this is like a time when we can be more reactive. Emotions are opposing us. Like, we feel like the world is not on our side. And the Venus opposition like can most commonly make us question our own attractiveness since Venus is beauty, but Venus is also money. And in this case, Tom's money is being called into question and like, uh, you know, being like there's something revealed about his money. And then the solar opposition is a time when our authority can be called into question. Obviously, like his authority as a lawyer is being called into question, but the sun also illuminates whatever it touches. So like when it's opposite, when the sun is opposite our sun, um, it's kind of like a spotlight in the distance, which can like, I guess, just feel like bad lighting. And then Saturn opposite Pluto is like an aspect where our authority is being called into question too, um, again. But like specifically, it relates to like our power and station in life. Uh, and so for a regular person, this might be a time when like you question if you deserve what you have. But for like a titan like Tom or like anyone who has amassed considerable wealth, it's literally kind of like showing us maybe that he doesn't deserve what he has because it isn't his. Uh, and so like, I can maybe get into the Neptune and Pluto oppositions and are like their ongoing transits. So I'm going to get into them a little bit more later. But Alyssa, did you have anything that you thought was wild and crazy about this? I mean, everything you just said was wild and crazy. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, just to have that type of those type of oppositions, plus like Saturn and Pluto in play, like you're just like asking for it at that point. Like it's it's inevitable if like what you were doing wasn't on the up and up like karmically it's gonna come for you at that point so you may be wondering how was this man able to get away with potentially stealing this type of money for so long and a lot of it has to do with his relationship with powerful people and the california state bar association yeah tom was very close to people at the california state bar and we mean bar as in like law institution, not bar as in a place to drink. But not a fun one. Yeah. In case people aren't familiar with law, law jargon. But he was <laughs> friends with a bunch of the employees and he was known to wine and dine them, buying them lots of boozy dinners, taking them to Vegas in private planes. And the California State Bar had recently brought up that investors over the years had mishandled complaints about Tom, probably because... They were sort of, you know, narking because they've been caught. But anyway, let's check out the Bible between Tom and the California State Bar. Okay, so the California State Bar was established on July 29th, 1927 in San Francisco. And so Tom's Jupiter is conjunct the CSB's Jupiter-Uranus conjunction in Aries. Um, And so Tom was born during the first Jupiter return of the California State Bar, and Jupiter is a planet of truth and morals, so the fact that he has Jupiter in the same sign indicates that his litigation style is probably in accordance with the state's um, highest, like their highest values, like they have similar values. And since the California State Bar has Jupiter conjunct Uranus and Aries, and Uranus is a planet of like alternative lifestyles, this could indicate that the state has an unconventional interpretation of the truth, which seems appropriate, in my opinion, for like Hollywood or entertainment law. They also both have Pluto and Cancer, and Pluto and Cancer is concerned with fighting for security and family rights, but Pluto is also the planet of power, so they'll like exercise power in similar ways, um, basically. And then Tom's Neptune is conjunct uh, the bars Venus and Virgo, 
And so Neptune is obscurity and Venus is cash money. And this aspect will indicate that Tom puts his own spin, I guess, on statutes regarding laws or money. And maybe that the state bar can't really see it because Neptune is, again, obscurity or deception. Alyssa, please take it away. Oh, yeah. I mean, the Neptune to, to me on the Venus, like he's just like smoke and mirroring everything that he's just like hiding everyone. He's, you know, he gave the most they would have like the conventions in Vegas and he would be throwing the most lavish party that everyone wanted to go to in Vegas. So like he just kind of like was fooling everyone with what he was doing. Yeah, he was fooling everyone, but honestly didn't last forever because flash forward to like 2020 ish and things for Tom aren't looking that great legally. Um, He had a trial date and had to explain that he didn't have any money, which is awkward. So he couldn't pay back the $2 million he owed to his clients. And because of that, which honestly is just like, what a sad thing to have to admit. Um, But because of that, he was forced into involuntary bankruptcy and he had all of his assets liquidated. Yeah, and it wasn't just Tom. Even his entire law firm went into bankruptcy. And it said that he owes more than $101 million to creditors, lenders, and former clients. So let's go into what's happening to him at this particular time. Okay, so December 14th, 2020 is when this all happened. Um, and so this coincided with a total solar eclipse in Sagittarius. So using solar houses, which places Tom's uh, Gemini sun in the first house, the solar eclipse falls in his seventh house from the sun. The seventh house is the plan or is the house of one on one partnerships, including romantic and business partnerships, as well as lawsuits or known enemies. And so eclipses are lunations on steroids. They act as wormholes, picking us up off our current timeline and dropping us on a whole different one. So there we go. That's like full on exactly what's happening. Jupiter and Saturn are not exactly conjunct in Capricorn, but they're close. And this conjunction uh, represents a switching of guards because the Ju- this is what the great conjunction was. So they were close together in Capricorn before they entered Aquarius and the great conjunctures at one degree Aquarius, they like were acting together for a while before they're within one degree of each other. And so this conjunction, it changes societal power structures and definitely shines a light on those who like retain the most power, which is obviously the most wealthy among us. So that would be Tom or anyone else who owes $101 million to anyone. Please, Alyssa, shine some light. (laughs) Well, I mean, just talking about like you looking back at that time, that Capricorn energy, like we were going through all those massive cap transits. Then like cap was like the ultimate daddy. Like we're having the great, like gearing up to the great conjunction. Then once it gets into Aquarius, it kind of goes a little crazy and wild. So like, you know, like the kind of like the fallout of like what he was actually doing, you know, I really see that like coming to light there. Like in a fun house. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And things for Tom keep going downhill. There were rumors that came out saying that he had cheated on Erica during their marriage with a bunch of like randos. And an unnamed sources also said that the divorce was kind of like a long time coming. Then there's his health. Um, no offense to him, but he does look like complete shit right now. Yeah. People have been saying that he like has gotten secret plastic surgery and then all of a sudden he couldn't afford it anymore or something. Yeah, that's what I think. I totally think that Erica, like she had a glam squad in there. Don't tell me he was giving some fillers put in and like filling out his face a little bit, getting, you know, a little work done here and there. No more money for fillers. No more. But besides his physical, his outwardly physical appearance, 
People close to Tom have said that he needs a conservatorship, another thing we've been talking about on this podcast, because he was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And he even had a doctor testify that he has both Alzheimer's and dementia. Um, But a lot of people are not buying the diagnosis, saying this is a very conveniently timed way for him to get around being prosecuted. And so whether or not that's true, Tom is living in an assisted living facility. So I'm wondering, is there anything in his chart that might signal anything with his health issues? Yeah, there's a lot. Um, so let's start with the Uranus return. Tom's Uranus is at 19 degrees Taurus, and Uranus so far has only gotten up to 14 degrees Taurus, but the Uranus return starts when it enters the sign. So although his Uranus return is not yet exacted, Tom is in his Uranus return, which is mostly known for being a marker of death. Uranus oh is God. on an 84-year cycle, so it coincides with old age and failing health for many, although people are living longer and longer these days, obviously. Um, but, you know, many outlets, again, have reported his failing health. And Taurus, again, relates to wealth. So Uranus and Taurus can bring about shocking revelations or events pertaining to wealthy individuals or personal wealth for people with his placement. Alyssa, do you have anything about Uranus returns that you... Uranus and Taurus is just all about instability with wealth, you know, and like, you know, you think back to like the Dust Bowl, like it's just like you don't know what's like happening, like at this moment with like his own wealth and then wealth also health, you know, they're all like tied together. So it just feels very dogmatic. If I like live through my Uranus return, I'm going to be so fucking pumped. Like imagine turning like 84. Five. I don't know. Like waking up on your 86th birthday and being like, fuck you. I did it. Um, so he's also in his Neptune opposition, and Neptune is a planet of mysticism, deception, fog, basically anything that relates to abstraction, and it deals with spirituality too and can lend grace or artistry to someone's chart. Uh, Neptune has a 165 year orbit, and the Neptune opposition occurs around age 82 and it coincides with like mental and physical decline, including dementia, as your mind kind of loses that. So. He's dealing also with his Pluto opposition, and not every generation lives to see their Pluto opposition, but Tom is in a generation that does because he like saw it in Cancer, his or his Pluto's in Cancer. So again, Pluto is a planet of secrets, and an opposition can reveal those secrets uh, to your family or the world. So it might be like an ordinarily a regular person might be like just like telling their family all their secrets, or kind of like the old lady in Titanic, like I had sex once. Um, <laughs> But, like, depending on who you are, like, if you're a big titan again, it could be like, hey, by the way, this man's money is dirty as hell and not his. <laughs> so, yes. Well, we've spent a lot of time talking about Tom. So let's move on to Erica, who also hasn't been having the best time lately. Um, besides being accused of the aforementioned phony divorce and stealing plane crash victims money, she's also been named in several lawsuits because people want to get that cash back. Yes. So, allegedly, Tom had transferred a shit ton of money, a.k.a. $25 million from his law firm into her Erica Jane business. Technically, people can't come for her money, like from her housewife money or collabs, but she has been sued to recover this money that he allegedly transferred to her. And one side alleges that Erica knew her husband's firm was paying for her lifestyle and they say she needs to pay back the millions of dollars that she was given so it can go to the families. But Erica's side, um, the lawyers say that this is bullshit and that the other side is just jumping to conclusions without an investigation to blame Erica because they cannot get the money from Tom. So what's going on with her transits around this time? 
Okay, so looking at her transits and her progressions for August 26, 2021, her progressed Mercury is retrograde and squaring her natal Neptune, which is the planet, again, of deception and abstraction. So this can, like, be either her deceiving the public or her being deceived by Tom. We can't really tell either way, but it's very, it's for sure, like, an aspect of deception and, like, one that would be happening at this point in her life. Shit. Um, And then as far as transits go, like her natal moon, Mars and North Node are all in Aquarius, which is basically the sign of the year uh, because of like Jupiter and Saturn um, entering Aquarius and like leading it off with the Great Conjunction, which just completely highlights her eighth house again of Tom's money. And so Jupiter is a planet of growth, but it's also like the arbiter of truth. And then Saturn is the planet of decay and like uh, restriction, decrease. Alyssa, do you have any? I mean, I think that the eighth house transits within the Aquarius, you know, with her North Node and her moon just like right there and then getting the sad with Saturn, you know, going back and forth across it. Like it's just like all of the dirty laundry is just like coming out and you can't just like an open well. Um, the other thing that I think that's interesting with her chart that's happening is that she's also having her Chiron return in her 10th house. Oh, shit. So... I think that that like very it's such a karmic healing thing to be having but if you haven't been doing what's right like and it's going to be exposed in the public eye you know and 10th house can also be with like daddy stuff too so like also like back maybe back tying back with tom too do you maybe want to explain a bit about chiron chiron is the wounded healer so it is an asteroid that is a little bit more of a like karmic placement that when you see it in your birth chart, you know that like your ultimate, like the ultimate thing that you can give back is also the thing that is going to like kind of hurt you the most. So it's just, you know, I put it there with like the North and South node kind of like in a similar kind of way. I'm obsessed with Chiron because I also have Chiron in the 10th house and it's, it's, it's like a, opposition to my son so oh shit so another thing that people are kind of scratching their heads about is erica's constant blabbing about tom and his lawsuit on the real housewives because remember she has like that you know cancer rising cancer sun aquarius moon normally very closed off very tight-lipped um so it was kind of weird at least to me when she still went on to continue filming which some might say is unusual. And she kind of just started like spilling all this tea, which I mean, isn't going to really help her because Bravo producers said they would turn over footage if they were asked to, um, which I thought also was like a weird thing to say. She'd be like, we'll give this up if you want it, lawyers. And it's like, no one asks you like fucking shut up. (laughs) Yeah, and that causes her castmates to wonder like if what she's been blabbing to them is actually the truth or is it just what she wants people to hear <clears throat> one of the most vocal has been Sutton who has been saying Tom's lawsuit seems very fishy she's been actually trying to distance herself from Erica because she's worried about being associated with someone in legal trouble will affect her reputation which again is like I think it's a little bit of a stretch Sutton like but whatever yeah like to me and probably to the average type of person in life it was a stretch but it seemed to you know kind of hit a chord with some of their housewives such as dorit 
um, who said that every time there's an article written about, that's literally how she talks. Every time there's an article written about, it's like a fake, um, like British accent. Yeah, she talks um, like Florence Nightingale. It's very weird. <laughs> bizarre but she said like every time something's written about erica their names are involved in it which i can attest is not true i've looked at so many articles for this and um it's mostly just erica (laughs) um but erica was very hurt and very defensive about all of this so what was happening around this time because there definitely was a shift in her castmates support from being like behind her to being like Oh, are you telling the truth or not? So Kathy Hilton was planning this big, big dinner party, like very extravagant, rich, like pulling out all these like $650, like Baccarat, like candlesticks, like they were serving caviar pie. Like it was this extremely, yeah, caviar pie. Give me that. And they were very large slices of caviar pie. It's been like a thing that everyone's been talking about are these like massive cat slices of caviar pie. <laughs> um, but so this very extravagant dinner was going on. And then Sutton had earlier, like talked about how she was going to like call forth um, to Erica and be like, you know what you've been saying, your story isn't adding up. Like, I don't believe what you're saying. And so as the dinner was going on, Erica like knew that Sutton had kind of like said these things. So Erica just kind of like really turned up the like, like threat mode. Like she was like, oh, I'm, like threatening Sutton, telling her that, you know, if you want to go against her, you're going to get sued. And this isn't a threat. This is a promise. Like it was like Whoa. that kind of like very like mafioso kind of feeling. And then just like shutting Sutton down. So Sutton, never actually kind of like spoke up I think as much as she could have because Erica just like closed it down like her Aquarius moon like she couldn't um she couldn't let like this kind of conversation like continue but the thing that I noticed astrologically that was happening during this dinner was that it was a full moon so you're gonna have these extremely intense feelings come up during obviously a full Full moon. moon dinner party probably not the best idea Kathy yep and it was exact, the full moon was exact on her north and south nodes, too. So you're having, and going through her second and eighth house. So I, it's just like all of her stuff coming out, being shown in the full moon, like her, like trying to like keep her secrets like buried, but like, you know, that's obviously like intrinsically like with, with the second house, like her, her property, her possessions, her not wanting to like show that kind of, um, you know, what she has. So, and then her, you know, I just thought that was like a really like powerful thing to be happening at like that moment. Mars and Uranus are in the 11th house and the 11th house has to do with friends and uh, audiences. And it's in Taurus, which is ruled by Venus, which is in her seventh house, which could be like opponents or, you know, adversaries and it's conjunct Pluto. So it's just like a very potent confluence sort of of this energy, if that makes sense. It's very fighting with your friends energy. Like we're getting into a fight today. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, (laughs) that fight was going to happen. There's just no, there's no stopping it. It was bound to happen. Yeah. It was in the stars. It was in the stars. (laughs) The stars by Bravo. In the stars. (laughs) But um, it seems like there's just so much new information coming out this lawsuit every single day. Like there might even be new stuff that comes out even after we record this, but. 
Um, there are just a lot of questions about what Erica did and didn't know. And we're not sure that we will ever find that out. But I would like to know, Dana and Alyssa, what do we think the future looks like for Erica and Tom? If you had to if you had to predict what the stars will happen with them. OK, so I think Tom will likely die within the next two years. Um, so oh moving on to Erica. I think, okay, on December 19th, 2021, Erica's Mercury will retrograde back into Leo in her progress chart. And so this is uh, like the sign on her second house of possessions and personal finance. And since it's Mercury, I think it could maybe incline her to either come clean with more details or just like talk more about what, you know, maybe actually happened regarding the whole situation, perhaps open up a bit. And then also the eclipses have been happening in her 12th and 6th houses since... um, since uh, June 2020. Um, and so the 12th and the 6th, like, relate to secrets and also kind of, like, your daily life. Um, like, whatever you're kind of, like, maybe betrothed to, a slave to. So in her case, it kind of would be Tom. Um, and so the secrets, like, are, like, coming out. Um, but starting in November, uh, so that those eclipse, that eclipse series will wrap up in December. And then starting in November for the next few years, They'll be in her 11th and 5th house. And so the 5th house has to do with creativity and the 11th house has to do with your audience and your friends. So I think these are things that are going to be changing a lot for her. It'll be like the themes of her life for a bit. Something in her chart I thought was interesting is like her 10th house is ruled by Aries and Mars is in her 8th. So it's like she's literally known for debt and like other people's money right now because Mars is in her 8th house. And I thought that's like another example of like astrology being like well she's not like a mortician so i guess she's gonna be like known for being deep in debt like owing people money eighth house death and taxes tom's gonna die and she's gonna owe a lot of money that's exactly what's gonna happen you can't hide from the money to me one of the things that like has come out with her having a 14 million dollar payment to amex like that was like like her credit card, like her statements came out of like how, how, where the money went. $14 million to Amex. Well, Alyssa, this has been so enlightening having you join us this week. Tell people so where they can find you because everyone's going to want to stalk you after this. <laughs> stalk my memes at stars, stars by Bravo or stars X Bravo is how it's spelled out on the interwebs um and then also once a month i do do a podcast on magic on the patio podcast where we talk about transits and bravo Ooh, fun love it we love it so yes follow her for all of the bravo astro memes they are chef's kiss and we will link it um in the episode notes so you can easily follow her but next week, we're going in a way different direction. We're covering the West Memphis Three. So, I'm excited. Yeah, this will yeah, be... How are you? <laughs> taking it, we're taking a real harsh turn away from reality television. So please leave us a five-star review and subscribe on whatever podcast platform you listen on. Yes, reviews help us out. And if you leave us one on Apple Podcasts and DM us um, or email us a screenshot of your review, we'll make you a custom meme of your big three and send you a quick write-up about it. And make sure to follow us, Allegedly Astrology, on Instagram, Reddit, and Hey Hero, and Allegedly Astro on Twitter. I'm Elise. I'm Dana. And I'm Sarah. <laughs> and this is Allegedly Astrology. <laughs> <laughs>